Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish. Why are you talking like that? It's my announcer voice. Well, knock it off. Moving on. Welcome to the Undisputed Podcast. All right, so here we are. Frank, you there? I'm here. President accounted for. Hi. All right. All right. Roll the gang's call. all here. Finish. This takes me back to my substitute teaching days. Frank Ferraro. <laughs> President accounted for. Say last names on here. Dennis Romanowski. He can call oh. me whatever. You can call me whatever you want. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, we figured um, let's get on here and let the uh, let the bullshit in and <laughs> hit record so that we have some record of the uh, the bullshit, and uh, we'll go from there. So, boys, how's life? Life is really good. Can't complain. Okay. No issues. All right. I mean, not for nothing. I I could complain, but really, why bother? Like, so everything is, everything is good here in uh, in in Colony, where okay. you know where you're not. No, I am not. I am uh, currently in uh, Seattle. Yeah. Um, you didn't you you did Comic Con tonight, right? Today I did a couple hours of Comic Con. I'll do uh, I'll do a few more tomorrow. Comic Con was, um, and I've now I've done Comic Cons before, and they're uh, always pretty interesting. Today uh, was no different. A lot of costumes. It's like a grown-up Halloween, minus what's, the camps. What What's the weirdest request at autograph sign you had? Any uh, weird things? Yeah, somebody asked me if I would tape their butt cheeks together. All right, that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> you had me for a little bit. Yeah. Um, nah, I don't know. I mean, the um, it's not so much been weird requests as much as it's just um, more like weird ensembles and uh, costumes that don't, you know, that are just missing elements that seem to be um, quintessential to certain uh things like a superhero costume minus the muscles you know so those are yeah those are always interesting when um it's like kind of like peter griffin pretending to be a superhero yeah yeah it looks like he's um filled his leotard with mashed potatoes king kong bundy-esque yeah you know, and hey, I'm not here to judge, but yeah, I'm here to judge. <laughs> your show, judge away. <laughs> that is true. No, <laughs> I mean, it's, you start to think like, man, did you like? I'm sure there's a mirror in your house. Let's hope. You Maybe flat. not. Who knows? <laughs> this is true. Could be. Could be. Um. Like I said, I I would not. I'm not leaving my house in a le or in a unitard unless I, either I got a mask on or I actually have superpowers. So yeah. if you want to make fun of me while I'm in my unitard, I can like snap your legs or pull your arms off. Yeah, yeah. Because without well, superpowers, I'm probably not going to be able to do that. Let's be honest. Like I um I've made 
thing for 20 years now, basically in my underwear as well. So really, I mean, I, I can't, um, I can't come down on these people that hard. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're getting paid to do a job and they're just coming to Comic-Con to come to Comic-Con. I don't know. Has anyone ever showed up to any of like your signings and or Comic Cons dressed as you? Um, no, no, that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. I did have a kid today though that was like blown away by the fact that um he was he was meeting me and he played his video game as me. Okay, which That's... was. Yeah, I mean that's pretty cool. It is, it is, um, and it, it's interesting to see like a kid's reaction. You know, they're they're so not jaded yet. You know, so and and I remember myself as a kid like creating myself in those wrestling video games. <laughs> you know? Of course, we did. It's funny you bring that up because years back, uh, it was my first marriage. Uh, of which I've had two for those that are listening to the podcast that don't know who I am. Congratulations. Um, thank thank you on, on two marriages. Thank you. I two divorces. You. Two yeah. and, oh, and, and two divorces. I'm currently not married. I, I'm in I was gonna say, does that constitute good for you? So, but uh the first wife used to wait at uh, I don't even remember the name of the place that was on Wolf Road, but the Rock and Mark Henry came in to eat and she waited on them. And she was talking to them and, and they asked her who I who I used in the game because she was like, oh, my boyfriend, you, you know, plays the Smackdown game all the time or whatever. And she said, oh, he creates his own like his own guy. And they both gave her shit for that because I'm supposed to <laughs> use like one of the characters from the game. And I was like, yeah, but there's a build a character feature on the game. Like I was like and I don't think I was going to if I was going to pick between the two, it would have been The Rock, probably not Mark Henry in the video game. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. I'll have to tell Mark. When I oh, see great! Him. Could you? That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll get angry. Yeah, I, is he like? I, Mark. I, I actually interviewed him. He came and did press years ago when I was at a different radio station, and I he it was early in the morning, so I don't blame him. But I was like, this guy seems like he's perpetually mad. Is he always angry? Uh, no, no. He's a pretty sweet guy at this point. Like he's uh. He's always talkative and um, super friendly, and huh. it could have been just me. Well, or maybe he's, you know, now that he's not like taking bumps and stuff every week, maybe he's just a happier human. Because I'll tell you what, at his size, to do what we do, I mean, I know how it feels on my body. I'm pretty sure on on his, it's feeling even worse. Yeah, I could I could see that, and promoting the show he was a heel at the time too so i don't know if that was playing into working the gimmick yeah yeah it could be any number of things true um yeah so mark henry <laughs> the rock how about the rock you know that how about that that rock <laughs> quite the career going huh he made it on himself good for him yeah he doesn't do too bad. I don't think he's working too many Comic Cons these days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Don't be so hard on yourself. 
Well, I'm hoping that tomorrow at the Comic Con, maybe I see. Um, oh, what's what's uh, what's The Rock's next movie role? Um, the one that he's been working. I'm Black not Adam. The, yeah, Black Adam. There you go. I was gonna say sweet, <laughs> sweet <laughs> Alex or something. I was like, sweet hey, Alex. That's close. Yeah, sweet Alex, Black Adam, yeah. Black sweet Alex. Yeah, there we go. Black Adam. Maybe I'll see a Black Adam at Comic Con tomorrow. Minus the muscles. Minus the rocks muscles, or just minus the because that's that's a that's a pretty major feat to be that oh, man size. Rocks muscles. That's a that's a tall order. I met. Um, so he came to the PC when uh, I was working for NXT, and I've never seen a man so large but so <laughs> lean at the same time lean and large it didn't look human to be that lean um and then just like i said large but not like bodybuilder large like i don't know there's a certain symmetry i think that the rock has that like you know i mean bodybuilding not to really come down on it or at the risk of coming down on it like that's not um healthy you know Fair uh, to to be what they that which is kind of the mind f that it is because like we grew up in a time when that you know if you thought like oh well what is health and fitness and you're like oh yeah well you know like these bodybuilders but it's not healthy to no to, not at all oh it's dangerous not good at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, when they step on stage, they're on death's door. They've they've reduced their body fat to a point where, and I mean, I, you can get into that with fighting too, and people making weight and blah blah blah. But like, it's really it's um, the toll I would imagine that that takes on your body to to walk around at three hundred pounds and then diet down to um a, a body fat percentage where like you can literally pinch the skin um it's yeah i mean they're they're, they're on death's door when they're dieted mm-hmm. down and it, it, they're just getting on stage and posing but then you have fighters that are doing it that are then going out and literally trying to kill one another right yeah i mean i can't at the same time that can't be the easiest thing to do if you're that you know if you're if you're losing weight that way and then you have to go out and fight that doesn't seem like it's something that you really like we really wouldn't want to do no i don't well i mean joe rogan says uh a lot like he's he's been saying for years that they need to to somehow limit the amount of weight restriction and what guys can get away with but the fact is is guys are always going to try to get that advantage whenever yeah. you're a professional sport and um they're just you hit that point of like diminishing returns um i this weekend there's a fight card and like uh i think the the semi main is luke rockhold and uh I can't remember the guy's name, but they're fighting at 185. And even Rockhold, who's like 6'3", 
that's a hell of a cut for him to get down to 185. And now, granted, they only weigh 185 for three minutes, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it, to get yourself there and it's been there. biologically that like it does, it reduces the protection um, around the brain, um, like the fluid when you've dieted down to an unrealistic weight. And so then that's where like Joe Rogan says, uh, one championship, which is another mixed martial arts league that they, they have a a system in place where you can only uh, lose so much weight from your walk around weight. And somehow they, they police that and et cetera, et cetera. And again, it's above my pay grade, but like, yeah, it's it's dangerous. It's super dangerous. But people will do what they do for that advantage. You think they've gotten beyond the whole like you know having to wear garbage bags and run laps around the uh, pocket park to make weight? Like you know, it's a thing. <laughs> people people still do that. I okay. I can't name the name of asshole, and I won't name the name. But it was a guy within pro wrestling, um, and he used to do the garbage bag type sweat thing and uh it was like okay one you're not making weight for anything (laughs) um but would do it thinking like oh well that's just a way to like burn fat or something it's like i where where did you miss the email (laughs) it's work burning anything like you as soon as you have a glass of water after (laughs) Like you're going to put it all back on. But this is the same asshole who we were um, a bunch of us. We were going to go to a gym. We were in Japan. We were on tour. We're going to a gym and uh, the gym was a mile away. So a group of us, of you know, whatever, maybe six, seven people were like, yeah, we, you know, we're going to walk. We're going to walk to the gym. And this guy was like, no fucking way, man. I'm not fucking walking. You're out of your mind. And this is the same guy that puts on the garbage bag suit and all that <laughs> stuff. He gets a cab. He gets a cab. We walk to the gym. We get to the gym around the same time. And I watch this dumb motherfucker go get on a treadmill and start walking. What? Great, great, great logic. Great logic. No, because once you get on the treadmill and you're actually in the gym, it means more than when you're walking to the gym. Apparently so. I don't, and I'm trying I, to with the walking on because like i'll do it myself but he was so opposed to the <laughs> walk to the gym like no i'm not doing that that's crazy like oh okay maybe because he knew he was going to walk at the gym so he didn't want to work out more than he should have maybe maybe you don't want to do yeah you know yeah you definitely don't have that's my motto when it comes to working out is i don't want to do too much so i just don't yeah. do any well, that there, there's a place for that too. I, I play golf, so I mean that's pretty much. Doesn't make you a bad guy. No, no, no. no. I didn't, oh, I wasn't going that's... there. I mean, I can. I, <laughs> I mean, I. There's plenty of other reasons to call me a bad guy. Being a golfer is not one, but. Right. Well, I wonder if Mark Henry plays golf. I don't know. You'll have to ask him after you tell me. I after will you tell, after you tell him about me. Well, you were saying how he's a bad. He was a bad guy. So it made me wonder like not a bit i didn't say he was a bad human well you're not a bad guy and you play golf so i'm wondering if 
yeah, I don't know. You can know where I'm going with that. I have no idea where we're going with that, but that's fine. I, I spend even... I spend about ninety five percent of my life confused. We're good. Don't worry about it. Oh man, welcome to my world. I think it's a colony thing. You think? It might well not. I mean, not obviously. People from Colony aren't the only people in the world that are confused. Like, look around. Yeah, but, but I would say a good portion of us, you know, Frank's confused. I think I'm confused right now. Yeah. I'm confused all the time, and um, my wife's pretty convinced that it's, um, you know, the head trauma. And then I think to myself, like, well, she's got a point. Mm, yeah, but if you're saying it's a Colony thing. I, I would use that argument. I would use that argument. I it's need the head to, trauma. It's the, that, it's the colony thing. Yeah, I'll present her with that. And then <laughs> like, I can keep getting hit in the head for another few more years. Based on what I'm saying, I mean, I don't I don't have a PhD. I don't even have a degree in anything, <laughs> as a matter of fact. I, yeah, well, I mean, none of there's three of us on here and not one of us has a PhD. That's so. true. So should we give people like a backstory as to like where this came from? How, I mean, I know people are expecting other people on your podcast, not necessarily me and Frank. Probably. And I think probably. at some point there'll be some um, special guests, some cameos, some special guests. Sure. We've, reached out to, we've reached out to some folks. Brian Bosworth has yet to re- return my emails about coming on the show. I'm not happy about that, but I can't Boz, believe if you're listening, you gotta be on the show. This is a big thing. <laughs> I, I can't you're... believe I can't believe he wouldn't respond to some random email of a I podcast that hasn't even that. launched yet. I am well, not happy about that. He responds to it now because he knows I'm in Seattle where he used to play ball. True. Funny story about the Boz. He was at a show that Bobby was doing, and Bobby didn't know he was there. No, no. So I, I texted him, I'm like, hey, Boz was there. He goes, You, you should be. No, he was there. Because I had a I had a conversation with uh, none other than Sting uh, about the Boz and um, the fourteen year old me. Those were like my two heroes. So it's pretty crazy to for at, at that time it was somewhat surreal to be having this conversation with Sting um, about Brian Bosworth and uh, you know the fourteen year old me would have been would have been giddy. Well, it's funny because I, Bosworth at the show that you and Sting did business with. Yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of funny when uh, when Frank brought that up and like because Bobby hadn't chimed in on the on the group text yet, and when mm. I saw and I saw that and I'm like, from what I remember, from like seventh grade, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Fish had a was a huge Bosworth fan. Oh, huge, Matt. Halleck and Mike Linacre tormented me in school, Sand Creek Middle School, the day after Boz got run over by Bo Jackson, who, if you think about it now, like in retrospect, like, no shit, who <laughs> did get run over by Bo Jackson? Maybe Good the point. greatest of our generation, you know? Ever, you know, I mean, yeah. certainly the Jim Brown of this time frame. Um, so, like, that's nothing to be ashamed of. But yet, I still remember 
it was a, a Sports Illustrated article, and there was a picture. It was a cartoon of Bosworth, and it, it had um, like a $100 bill in his mouth, like replaced his teeth. He was mm-hmm. smiling. And um, Mike and Matt had cut that out and put it on my locker. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember. Um, but yeah, it the hell out of me. Which is... Which is comical too, because I'm pretty sure Matt was a Cowboys fan. Yeah, and I don't remember who. I, I don't think Mike was. I don't remember who his uh, football fan. Who was that? He was a Raiders fan. He was Mike. Yeah, which you know, it's crazy that all these years later, I remember that. Like, there's that's valuable, like SAT real estate in my brain that was occupied by. <laughs> The fact that Mike Lineker was a Raiders fan, and all that's these what, years, remember that's that. what stopped you from getting your PhD. Clearly, yeah. There you go. That's why I, I have, I have so much use, useless information that runs around in my brain that, like, that's a lot of valuable real estate that was taken up that allowed me to get like a seven hundred on my SATs. Yeah, <laughs> mine weren't much better. <laughs> And I remember having a conversation with someone. They're like, "You get like 200 points for your name." I was like, "Clearly, I spelled that right and didn't get many answers correct after that." Yeah, I remember the SAT that I took was the day of homecoming. Yes. So yeah. I so lacked the maturity to not like just the last like half hour just go B B B B. <laughs> I was like, I need to get out. We we got to beat Schenectady today. I wasn't. I didn't play, but I remember the day. I mean, because well, we took the same the same day with the SATs, and I remember it being homecoming. And I'm like, when people have stuff to do today, this was poorly planned. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you can't expect me to have the maturity at that point in my life. I don't, I'm not sure I have it now. You know what I found out was if you don't answer questions, you don't get points taken off. Damn it. I had a, you know, it's, I would, something hit me earlier and we're so far gone from the conversation that now I don't even, Oh, I know what it was bringing up Bo Jackson and being the uh, possibly the greatest athlete ever. And I would, it's funny that you said that. Cause at one point while I was sitting around thinking of things to talk about, um, Bo Jackson came up in my mind because of the two sport athlete that he was. And mm-hmm. he was just, I wasn't, didn't, wasn't he a bobsledder? Yes. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. He Wait, was? was he or, or Herschel Walker was? Uh, might have been Herschel Walker. I don't, but the bobsled is a uniquely athletic sort of endeavor. So there's a guy that I know from pro wrestling. Um, he was an amateur wrestler in college. Maybe, uh, uh, I don't remember where he went, but he went and he wrestled overseas in Europe and stuff and just a sick athlete he was actually an alternate on the u.s olympic team for um the bobsled because he was in lake placid i don't remember what the situation was but he ended up doing like a combine there and had numbers like off the charts and he was an alternate on the bobsled team and he had never bobsledded but just because he tested so well 
And then there was um, something I came across recently of another athlete, same sort of scenario, like just the, I, I guess, you know, being good at the bobsled, like you just have to have this um, odd, like combination of athletic ability. And, uh, oh, that's what it was. I was listening to a guy on, um, he was a guest on uh, the Power Project, which is Mark Smelly Bell's um, um, podcast. Okay. There's a shameless plug. Um, <laughs> but he, he, I, he was a guy, uh, Ryan something. He was a competitive CrossFitter at some point. Um, but I believe his backstory was something about being on the bobsled team. Um, anyway, there's no real point any of this but um i'm gonna try out for the olympic bobsled team guys what the hell i mean heard it here first and i think heard it 45, here first 45 here first is, 45 is the fucking age that's your prime athletic that's your peak bobsled age it's 45 you guys didn't know that did you bombshell i listen i know that now it, it yep. might be someone's prime athletic age to be on a bobsled team, but I, I'm 45 too, and I don't think that I'm gonna. I'll just live vicariously through you and your dreams of a bobsled gold medal. Yeah, and you guys can just call me bobsled fish. Nice. <laughs> we don't need no writers for this show. You, you, that fucking joke was amazing. Brian Bobsworth. <laughs> there we go. Oh boy, just just some of the fun, exciting stuff that you can expect from this podcast. Hey guys, this just in. Om Omar is on his way with my food. The tent maker? Oh, the food guy. I didn't yeah. know where I was like, who's Omar? What are we doing? Where is happening? He works for Uber Eats, apparently. There we go. That's a He's drinking my my vegan California bowl. You guys are just fortunate that I haven't broken into any Christopher Walken because once I start going down the road of Walken, I can't get the fuck out of it. And it's well, you've already opened the door up a little bit. Yeah, let's hear it. We we'll have to get a little bit of walking. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't do a lot. I, you know, I, I watch a lot of videos of people that do them. Uh, Nolan North is, it, you know, the question is always who has the best walking impression, and it's Nolan North, and I base it off of a story that he tells about a friend of his in a uh, in a van going out to set and uh walking was in the movie and his car was late and he's just staring out the window of a van he goes and about an hour and 10 minutes an hour and a half into the ride he just turns and looks and goes dinosaurs used to live here that had gone that's good and that was it and that, and that's the story that nolan north tells though and he's like and then walking just turned his head and looked right back out the window and didn't say another word the rest of the ride so, that's not bad Great story. So when Brian Bosworth finally comes on the show, mm -hmm. what are you gonna what are you gonna ask him? What are you gonna talk to him about? I like the gear you, I like uh, the gear you, shift on that one. That was like <laughs> Will you ask him, hey, what were you thinking when Bo Jackson was taking you into the end zone? Will you go down the road? Of course not. I'm not gonna bring the man on my show and insult him. Fair enough. Yeah, that's College football player to win the Buckkiss Award two years in a row. I believe I so. At some point he was. 
Um, I think he still is. May have done that since. We'd have to get our research staff on that one and do some research on that. I think we are the research staff, aren't we? Isn't that our job? Like, <laughs> we can always give false information too. I know. I'm. Not, I don't think we should just feed Bobby false information. Be like, <laughs> this is what I saw on Wikipedia, by the way. <laughs> have you ever read any? Have, first, I mean, you have read your own Wikipedia page. I think way back, yeah, at some point, um, I was aware that there is a Wikipedia. Did you look yeah. at it and go? None of this shit is true. Um, I don't I don't remember exactly, but I do remember that there was a time, um, I don't know where it was, but there was somebody in my life that um believed something that they read on a um pro wrestling website or something and and they had uh had kind of come at me sideways about it and it and it was kind of like um, and, you know, the, this person was uh, an adult, was definitely a bill paying adult age. And uh, I was just flabbergasted at the idea that, like, you took the information that was on there that wasn't accurate about me. And you took it to heart. And it was kind of like it was crazy that it was like you're an adult. And um, you're like holding me to the letter of this uh, website where people can literally write whatever they want. And it could have been like a 14 year old kid that, <laughs> you know, that made up these details about me. And what, uh, what, do, what will people, or what can people expect in the future from what is titled the undisputed podcast for now until we get in trouble? I don't know. I mean, I would assume there'll be some, I don't want to pigeonhole it, but I would imagine we should probably talk about some wrestling bullshit at some point. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's always, I, a lot of times I see the wrestling stuff and I'm like, Ooh, slow news day. Huh? been the victim of a little bit of a dirt sheet spin as well which i just think that um the industry itself there's a lot of wiggle room for that kind of stuff and so it happens so it's like there's it's even less credible like the whole the whole industry there's just no credibility when it comes to the reporting and whatnot on it. But just for shits and giggles, it's certainly a topic of conversation. I'm not really sure at the moment uh, because I don't pay attention to much of it, like what the hot topic is. Uh, I do know that we were talking before we hit record on this. Frankie, you brought up uh, a little bit of CM Punk um, hot water that he had gotten himself into allegedly, uh, quote unquote, going into business for himself the other night um, with a promo on uh, AEW Dynamite, which is my current employer's TV. 
uh, you know, I wasn't there. So, and even if I was there, it doesn't mean that I would have like inside information on it, but I don't really even know what the feeling was backstage or whatnot, but it, it is, it's, it's interesting that, you know, there's a very blurry line uh, and that, that blurry line is just kind of what re- pro wrestling is supposed to be. And, um, and I don't know, did he go into business for himself? Uh, it's up for debate. What do you think? I think he did. I mean, he's cutting a promo. He's going into to work with Mox, John Moxley, and all of a sudden, let's talk about Hangman Page. And yeah. usually when that promo happens, you call somebody out, 95% of the time, said person comes in a ring, they have a little get-together, and that's it. This didn't happen like that. He just sat in the ring with his little Indian style deal he does. Chris and, Yeah, yeah, like my kids do. Well, that's, a point. that's an imposing um stance to take, you know, crisscross applesauce. Nothing nothing screams I'm a I'm a badass like crisscross applesauce. <laughs> if that was you, let's say you were hangman page. Uh-huh. What's going through your mind? Let's let's, let's let's not CM Punk. We'll just say wrestler A. Okay. I know we'll get into that at some point. What are you thinking? If some guy is going into business for himself, and you're that guy he's going into business with, what's going through your mind? It hasn't happened to you before. If if it's completely off the cuff, and I don't, um. Yeah, I mean, if I if I'm completely taken back by it, like I'm headed out to the ring, and uh, of course I would run it. Not I, I'm not gonna say run it by the powers that be because you know it, to me it comes down to just being a man. Like, and and I'm not calling Paige out for not being a man. Let's not get this wrong. Um, no, no, no. Because I'm sure Paige, if he had no idea, like he, I, I don't even know if he was in the building or what situation was, but I'm saying like if if I, if I do hear that, like the way my brain works within the pro wrestling industry is like I'm headed out to the ring. I'm going to answer my critics or whatever you want to call it. Um, I would try to run that by the boss man, whoever that is. Um, and I would hope to have their blessing as I go out to the ring. However, um, I'm going unless somebody stops me, because if you're if you're calling me out, I have to answer that call or else I lose all credibility. And I'm not sacrificing my credibility for for anyone, especially not someone who allegedly is going into business for themselves. Um, and I personally, having been in the wrestling industry 20 some odd years now, like, I think that that's an element at times that is missing from our business. If I could speak, you know, frankly, no pun intended here, um, <laughs> but it, it, I think that that's an element that misses from our business at times in today's version is that like, uh, palpable conflict where it's like, the line is at the very least very, very blurry and confusing. It, and I mean confusing in a good way. 
Um, like if I'm a, I'm watching at home and I'm not sure, you're putting some doubt in my head. Hey, I know it's a work, but mm-hmm. man, is this kind of a touch of a real life deal going on now? Yeah, and I think that unfortunately within our industry is that people are so afraid of ruffle, ru- ruffling feathers and stuff at this point that they they miss the boat when it comes to like two guys can still be professional and have conflict and not you know see things eye to eye and that's okay we're adults like there's a way to do and honestly like i'm okay with it if it gets you know behind the scenes if it were to get physical and whatever like there's a lot of testosterone involved in this there's a lot of masculine you know energy and and you know from growing up like locker room talk and bullshit like how many times in in gym class or phys ed did something that happened on uh the basketball court or wherever the fucking badminton <laughs> you know or or playing mat ball that you ended up in the locker room and two two people got into a fight like that's what being men being boys that's what it is that's so yeah i'm going to the ring if you're calling me out like i'm going to the ring and if it if the situation warrants it I might just double leg you and, and take you down to the floor and, and we'll just see where it goes. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's good for fucking business as far as I'm concerned. It's money. Yeah. Now, I think as a so. fan, I'm going to watch next week. Hey, I want to see these two. I want to see what happens next. I mean, that's a, it's a good storyline. It's a built-in storyline. I like it. I, I, I will speak from a personal standpoint, um, and I will even name names here because who gives a fuck? Um, FTR and us, we had a thing, and there was, and I won't really get into the details, but Dax and I got into it. And um, at the end of the day, we're both able to be professional, completely professional about it. But even if we weren't, it's okay and you could have then put us on tv the that night or the following week and we would have been professional but there would have been animosity and there would have been conflict and still to this day there probably would be a little bit and that's palpable and that's money and i don't give a shit what anybody says like that's money and if you've got two professionals it won't go someplace it shouldn't but it can still go to these kind of weird shoot work sort of places that like i just think the business is missing nowadays um speaking for myself they definitely missed a boat on that because i'm like man we're gonna get a great match and it you guys haven't touched hands since i'm like oh man they missed a boat on a great angle because there was genuine heat there yeah, and uh, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll get back to it at some point. That would be cool. Um, we'll see. We will see. We will see. So uh, tune in next time. <laughs> Whenever. We'll Which, talk by, about... by the way, can we just just touch on how great of a teaser you are when you were doing your – you're virtual and you're like, be on the lookout for the podcast coming eventually. <laughs> coming at some point. Sooner than later. Bobby is the king of the tease. <laughs> <laughs>
And now With the professor. The professor. The professor of the tees. That's gonna be a t-shirt. I don't know. Say goodnight, Bobby. Good night, Bobby.